Hi, I'm Josh and welcome to the Wild Nature Photography Podcast, the podcast that talks the art and craft and today the book reviews of nature photography. It is the 27th of April 2023 and this is podcast number 72. And as I hinted at, or rather didn't hint at, gave the game away in the introduction, this podcast is going to be a book review. And it is going to be a book review of, I think, what is a very special book. Uh, It's called The New Big Five. It's a global photography project for endangered wildlife. Uh, And it is, full disclosure, it is a book that I am featured in. So it has some of my photography inside it. So I guess that comes with a little bit of bias. But um, I think putting that aside for a moment, you know, the fact that I've been featured in this book doesn't really matter. What what does matter in that it's quite an honor to be included, and I'm very grateful for that, but it doesn't matter in terms of my reviews, I guess, what I'm getting at. The other thing I want to say just before I get into reviewing this book is I have noticed a trend, and it's a very good trend, over the last couple of years for books like this uh, that are working towards raising funds for the protection of wildlife. The thing that has really surprised me the most about these books has been how good the quality has been, at least the ones that I have looked at. Um, the new Big Five book uh, that I've got in front of me today to review is no exception. It is a really, really well done book, and we'll get into that in a minute. But it's very pleasing to see in a digital age, in such a digital age nowadays, when so few people actually print their work, that the quality of these books has been so high. Uh, it's been far better than what I expected it to be. And I think that's a very, very good thing. I think it speaks volumes about the quality of printing that's available. And it also says a lot about the people who are putting these books together, that they care enough about the photography and the work that's going into these to want it to be the best that it can be. And, you know, these books are not inexpensive. This particular book, The New Big Five, was sent to me um, free of charge as a contributing photographer. But It is available to purchase online, and I'm going to put a link to it in the show notes, and I encourage you to consider purchasing this book. Um, It retails in the US for $75 or $102 Canadian. Uh, So it's not an inexpensive book, but it is a beautiful coffee table book. And it's a large Howbound presentation uh, with a dust jacket. I'm old school. As I've said before, I love a dust jacket. I think it's really, really nice uh, when a dust jacket is done well. And if you remove the dust jacket, first of all, perhaps before we do that, let's just talk about the book dimensions. Uh, I haven't measured it, but it's roughly 40 centimeters by 30 centimeters. So as I say, it's a fairly sizable book. It's about as large a book as I want to sit with in my lap. Um, it's not too big in that it becomes uncomfortable and unwieldy, but it's about as big as I would want to have in my lap. Uh, the main cover of the book is, um, has a photograph of a lion on it. And then we have the same lion uh, on the dust jacket again with the opening text, The New Big Five, a global photography project for endangered wildlife. This is a book put together by Graham Green uh, with a forward by Dr. Paul, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, I'm sure, Dr. Paul Kahumbu, uh, with an afterword by Dr. Jane Goodall. So there is text in this book. Um, now, the original Big Five referred to the five animals that were most difficult for colonial hunters in Africa to shoot and kill. Um, and that's sort of where the title comes from, from this book. But the main photographer who said about putting this together, who's a guy by the name of Graham Green, he's really gone about taking that sort of gruesome idea and turning it on its head, on its head and asking people to contribute to this project for the protection of wildlife. Uh, and hence the new Big Five of Wildlife of Photography was born. Uh, I'm not going to read all of the text that's on the inside of the dust jacket um, 
there's sort of no need to rehash that, but it talks a little bit about how the project was founded, where it came from, um, and why. The paper stock that this book is printed on is a semi-gloss, and this has obviously been done by offset printing, and it has been actually printed, it looks like it's been printed in India, at least according to the sticker on the back, it says manufactured in India. So I'm going to assume it was also printed in India. And the print quality is, as I said, very, very good. Now, the we'll come to print quality in a minute. I just want to talk about the contents of the book for a moment. So as I said, there's a forward, there's an introduction, um, there's some words by Graham himself, uh, and then there is the five animals that are featured in this book, which is elephants, polar bears, lions, gorillas, and tigers. And then there's a chapter on what we stand to lose and the afterward. I love the layout. I think this has been put together very cleverly, uh, and I think it's been put together with a lot of thought. Uh, I love the idea that these are the big five, and we don't just have big five of Africa, but we have five big animals that are all of which are endangered around the world. So elephants, polar bears, lions, gorillas, and tigers. Probably no surprise, my photography is featured in the polar bear section, which begins on page 70, um, and, and it has some wonderful images of polar bears. In fact, the images throughout this book are really, really quite fantastic. Let's just talk about the construction of the book. So the book is section sewn, which I love. I think section sewn is the way to go for these type of large books. And then the print quality. So as I said, it's printed on a semi-gloss paper. It's quite a, a nice stock. Um, I would say somewhere around the 160 to 200 GSM. And the print quality is exceptional. It's really, really good. There are no color casts in the photographs. They're really, really nice and sharp. There's great fidelity. There's great depth in the color and good saturation. It really doesn't want for anything. I'm really, really surprised at how good these books can look when they're done properly and when they're printed well. The images are displayed both um, with white borders around them and full frame. Some of them spill over to more than one page, but the majority are displayed with a white border around them, meaning there's no full bleed. And that's something I really love. Uh, I've talked about this before. I think it encloses the image very nicely. It means the photograph doesn't run off the page and neither does the human eye when you're looking at that photograph. And then along with each photograph is the name of the photographer, the subject and where it was taken. Now this information is perhaps a little bit light on. Um, it's enough to know the photographer and where it was taken and what the subject is, but I would have liked to see a little bit more, uh, just to know a little bit more about perhaps that's the photographer in me coming out, where the what settings were used, what camera was used, what time of day it was, uh, how hard the photographer had to work. I love to read the stories about the images. Um, of course, we say people don't care how hard you have to work for a photograph, and that's true, but as a photographer, I actually do care. I'm interested to know, did you have to sit in the steaming jungle for six weeks waiting for that gorilla, or did you just get lucky? Was it fortuitous? Um, those things matter to me, so I would like to know that information. I love the way this book has been broken up into chapters. Um, as I said, the polar bear chapter where I'm featured starts on page 70, and my work you can actually see on page 86 which is a bear I photographed back in 2013. I'm very impressed by all of the images in this book, as I said. I think the quality of the photography and the selection is very, very good. I think Graham's done an outstanding job in putting this together, and I'm very pleased that this book exists from a conservation perspective, and I hope that this book would live on people's coffee tables. And that's what's clearly what it's designed to do uh, for people to pick up and, le and leave through and just bring some more awareness to these animals and the plight of these animals, all of which are, of course, endangered. 
I'm just flicking through the book now, having a look at some of the images. Um, I'm on page 218. There's a fantastic image by my friend Thomas uh, of an Amur leopard. Um, I'd seen this image before. He had showed it to me. It's the first time I've seen it printed in a book, though, and it's beautiful. The color fidelity is wonderful, and it's been beautifully handled by the printer. So I think that's really fantastic. There's not much to want for print quality here. Is it as good as the book, the Canon Gold Apple book? That's my gold reference standard, if you like, that was done on the Canon Dream Labo system. It's very, very close. Um, side by side, there isn't much in it, and I think probably... The Dream Labo just edges it out, maybe in the very most saturated colors. But this really does an outstanding job. And I don't want to, as I said, wax lyrical too much about the print quality. Suffice to say, it's going to be better than I think you expect if you're picking this book up. And I would encourage you to pick up this book. I think this is not only a fantastic book of photographs, but your money is going to a very good cause. Um... I'm going to put in the show notes some links about this book. I'm going to put where you can purchase it so you can read a little bit more about it as well. Uh, it does say again here in the back that it was manufactured in India by a company called Insight Editions. I don't know anything about them. It does say that they used replanted paper. So I'm assuming that's sustainably uh, harvest paper, harvested paper rather. Uh, I don't know any more than that. That's pretty much all the information that's included. The back of the book does have... Um, all of the photographers' names, along with their websites and also some social media handles for them as well. So that's nice. So if you find a photograph you really love and you want to go and look into it a bit more deeply, you want to go and look at the photographer and see what else they've done or follow them on social media, you can easily do that here. All the links are here. So that's very nice too. In addition to that, the photographer's names are printed on the back of the dust jacket as well. And there's some very big names here. There are people like <coughs> um, Steve McCurry, uh, Paul Nicklin, um, big names in nature photography, people who have been photographing for decades, who have also contributed to um, conservation projects such as this. So this is an important book. I believe this is a book that nature photographers should own and should have inside their collection. Uh, I think it's a beautiful reference book to see not only to look at photographs of endangered animals, but to see how the photographers went about taking these images. They're Everything from action shots to portraits, environmental shots, animals in the landscape, animals close up. It's got just about everything. It's got backlit, frontlit, sidelit. There's just about everything you could want to see in here as a photographer. And I personally draw a lot of inspiration from looking at books like this. This is a book I'm very, very pleased to own. Um, as I said, I didn't have to purchase a copy of this book. This was supplied to me free of charge as a contributing photographer. I had the option to either get paid to supply my work or to have a copy of the book. I decided I'd rather have a copy of the book, uh, and I'm very pleased about that decision. I think, as I say, this is a wonderful book. Uh, I'm going to enjoy looking at this both as a reference. Um, yeah, just to basically have and be able to look at, and whenever I feel like I'm stifled or I need some inspiration or I'm, you know, I'm going to go and photograph polar bears, or I'm going to go and photograph elephants or lions. I have this book that I can then look to and say, okay, how did other photographers tackle the subject? Um, it, there's even some underwater work in here as well. Uh, Norwegian photographer Ulla Jorgen Leerden has a split level image of a polar bear on page 96, which is just fantastic. So there's a little bit of everything, both terrestrial and underwater in this image. There is a lot of great photography to be had here, uh, and I think not much more need to be to be said in that regard. So I'm going to link to this book in the show notes. As I said, I think this is one you should consider owning uh, very seriously if you're a nature photographer. 
Um, and I think this is one that's worth spreading the word about because funds from this project are being used for the conservation of endangered wildlife. And that's something, of course, that I'm very, very much in favour of, as I think any serious nature photographer is as well. Um, the photographer, the British photographer, Graham Green, who actually put this together, um, he's been quite heavily published himself, uh, including in things like National Geographic, the British Journal of Photography, the Sunday Telegraph, um, He's the founder, as I said, he's the founder of this project. Uh, and this project has been supported by more than 300 photographers. So that speaks volumes to the support that goes into this project and how important projects like this are. Because really today, there are very, very few larger projects, in my opinion, and by my way of thinking, that are actually doing real meaningful work out there. Uh, in relation to the conservation of wildlife. So I'd love to see this sort of thing, these sort of startup companies that are trying their best to help wildlife through photography. Um, and that's what we're really trying to do. And I think that's a wonderful thing. So uh, I recommend you pick this book up. I've always given my books reviews out of five stars. I think for me, the print quality of this book is pretty close to a five. Um, if I have to put a number on it, it's probably going to be a 4.75. It's very, very good. Uh, the overall presentation of the book is excellent. And I think a five overall is really deserved for this book. This is a book you should own as a nature photographer. I think you're going to get a lot out of it. I think you'll get a lot of enjoyment out of it. And I think if you leave it on your coffee table, other people who come around to visit will also take a lot of enjoyment from this as well. Uh, and this is a book you can also contribute to as a nature photographer. Uh, I'm sure there will be new books from Graham going forward on other animals um, to help with the conservation project. And that's something that, you know, if you want to get involved, you can contact Graham. His, his details are in the back of the book uh, and put your name forward and put your photography forward for whatever his project might, next project might be. It is something I'm going to try and stay in touch with and be involved with. Uh, as I said, I'm all for this type of conservation project. So that's it for today. That's my thoughts on the new Big Five book, The Global Photography Project for Endangered Wildlife. I think this is a really positive uh, book, uh, as I've said, so I recommend you, you pick it up. Um, and I think we'll leave it there for the new, the new Big Five. I've been wanting to do more of these book reviews and give more of my thoughts and impressions of, of these books. So I'm going to try and do even more of them going forward. But for now, that's it. We'll wrap it up today. That's podcast number 72. I'm Josh. It has been the 27th of April, 2023. Look forward to seeing you out in the field. Take care.